Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hello and welcome to Billy the Bat Boys Corner presented by Up On Game. I'm Billy Pinckney and today we have a special guest joining us in just a moment. It's former New York Yankees pitcher, Cleveland Guardians pitcher, and Texas Rangers pitcher Nick Goody. Uh, We're mainly going to talk about his journey and especially the differences between playing in New York and any other organization in Major League Baseball because it's a lot different playing ball in New York, especially for the Yankees. A lot goes into it. And we're going to also touch on some things for the younger players as well because we're, we're trying to help out those young guys out there who are looking to improve their game and learn more about America's pastime. So let's get right into it. Here we have Nick Goody. All right, guys, we're here alongside former big leaguer Nick Goody. Nick, appreciate you joining us. Yeah, man, of course. Former New York Yankee, Cleveland Indian, a bunch of other teams you've been part of. Uh, but I remember 2015, something clicked for you during that season in the minor leagues. Really put it put up some great numbers. Walk weight rate went down. Uh, what can you say about some of the adjustments you made going into that season? 2014, I was recovering from Tommy John. So I really, in 2013, the year before that, I kind of uh, was, that's when I, I injured myself earlier in the year. But prior to that, in 2012, I had a good good uh, first half, I guess. You, you get signed, and then you go and play, I guess, half a year. And I jumped three levels within that half a year and then got invited to uh, big league spring training for my first spring training in 2013. Ended up getting in a car accident. Um, so I didn't pitch until the last game. And I ended up pitching well the last game. But ultimately, 2013 was cut short because I had Tommy John. And then in 2014, when I was coming back, I had a really good uh, start in high A. I got bumped up to double A. 
it didn't go so well. Uh, I don't know if it was just from fatigue or just competition, I guess. I don't, I don't know. But uh, so really 2015 was my first full season in the minor leagues. And I, uh, I was with a bunch of good, good guys. I mean, a lot of the guys you see in the the big leagues now with the Yankees. And uh, so uh, I think as far as that, my health, my arm was good. I was healthy, um, and I knew what to expect going into to Double uh, A in 2015, and kind of just rode that, rode that up to the big leagues. Yeah, I mean, you just mentioned too, you played with a lot of great, talented ball players uh, throughout your time with the Yankees organization, and one of those guys, Aaron Judge. You know, to see what he's been doing this year. Did you see that potential in him when you were playing with him, or are you kind of like surprised? Wow, he's really bloomed to be this caliber player. No, man, Judge was always Judge's my boy. So I mean, I I knew he was going to be a superstar back then. I mean, just there's certain qualities that you see in people. Um, you know, he was he's always he was always a great teammate um, on and off the field, a great friend of mine. And uh, you know, um, obviously the baseball aspect is one thing, but to be a superstar, you need to have that like six tools, what they say, and. And Judge is definitely Judge definitely has that. Well, you then did get called up to the big leagues. Can you talk about your call up story and when you found out that you're going to go up to the big leagues? Yeah. Um, so I was in Scranton. Um, uh, we were we just got done with the game. I was walking out with a couple of the guys. Uh, Chris Martin was one of them, and Caleb Coughlin. Both of them were uh, pitchers for the Yankees and, and various teams. Um, so I'm getting ready to get in my truck and the, uh, Mike Machaca, the clubhouse manager come running out and he's like, Hey, uh, the, the pitching coach, Scotty wants to talk to you. And Caleb and, and Chris, they, uh, they knew what was happening. And I was like, you know, so I was like, I, I didn't really know, but they were like, Oh, you're getting called up. And I was like, I mean, I just got here, you know, so I walked in, and uh, it was the manager, uh, Miley, uh, Scotty Aldridge, uh, and um, Jim Hendry, and they they basically were asking like you know they they anytime you get called up they try to make it seem like you're in trouble you know and I'm just like look it's late like and they're like hey man, you know so anyways they're like what what have you been doing and I'm like I don't know. But they they uh, they told me I was going up. They said I needed to be in Minnesota by the next day. Shook my hand, told me not to f it up, and I was on my way. Went to Minnesota. Uh, I think I was there for two days, two games. I didn't pitch. We traveled to Texas. I was there for I think one game, maybe. Didn't pitch. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. Went to Minnesota, didn't pitch, got sent down without pitching. Mm-hmm. They called they called somebody else up. He goes up. I go back to AAA. I'm in AAA for, I don't know, a day or two. Michael Pineda is supposed to start. He gets hurt. The team is in Texas, so I get called back up because of injury. Uh, end up – it was like a week – it was like a week before I had pitched in a game, but ended up I ended up on like nine flights within one week. I mean, just flying everywhere, and ended up getting down to Texas. And I think it was the 
first game in Texas, I pitched in the – I think it was the seventh. It was a tie game. I came in in the seventh with two outs and uh, got my first strikeout and then went back out for the eighth and walked the guy on a super questionable call. And uh, it was <laughs> – I went back and checked it. I was like, bro, it's just one of those things. You're a young guy. They're going to give it to the older guy, if you will, veteran. Um, and then that was it. And then I went and we we lost that game. And then we went to uh, Chicago. I pitched the next day in Chicago. And then I got optioned again. And I rode that train up and down for the whole 2015 Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too. When you have an injury, when you get sent back down and then somebody else gets hurt, it doesn't matter of, of the rules of how long you have to stay back down in AAA again. They, they can take you right back up. So when you did get that call initially, did you get any texts right away from teammates that you maybe played with earlier on? Uh, well, I mean, they don't really, you don't, I don't really announce it to anybody. I, I told it to my family, obviously. Um, my wife and or I guess she was my fiance at the time and you know everybody like that so they can try and make it to Minnesota um which they did they came up it sucks I didn't pitch but it is what it is but they they came up and uh and then uh because it was late at night so nobody really knew and then the next day is when I started getting a bunch of um texts and things like that congratulations and and all that and and uh so, yeah, I mean, you're, you you know, getting sleep the night before that is you're not really sleeping. Plus, you just don't want to miss your flight and like the adrenaline and, and everything. It's like, uh, you know, everything that you work for, um, you know, it finally it pays off when you get that call. And then it's not it doesn't feel real until you actually pitch in a game. Well, then you were sent over to Cleveland and had a fantastic year in 2017. Uh, did they have a conversation with you about the role that you'd have with them uh, and how they're going to mix you with the rest of the guys in the pen? Yeah, so I went from New York, who had the best bullpen, to Cleveland, who was rated the best bullpen. And so cracking those bullpens was was tough, man. I mean, there's a lot of good guys. But, um, yeah, so when I, when I got traded to Cleveland, they basically told me um, – they kind of wanted me to fill in in like that bridge role, that like sixth, seventh inning type of role. Um, and then like, you know, you, I was still a rookie. So up, up a bunch, down a bunch, you kind of get like the mop up innings type of deal, I guess you would say. But, um, and so that's how it started. And then kind of, as I, you kind of just throughout the year, you kind of just pitch your way into the roles that you're going to, you're going to have. So I wouldn't say they really told me I was going to do this or one thing or the other. They kind of just told me, you know, be prepared and, you know, that, that's all you can do. But like I said, the more you pitch, the more you know when you're going to, when you're, when you're going to pitch. So you have a better understanding, which is something that I think that's why Terry uh, Tito has the best bullpens are like every year because guys know when they're going to pitch they can get mentally prepared for that inning or two innings or whatever they know their role and it's not a it's not a you know flip of the coin every single time the phone rings right discover betmgm the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for non-stop action all winter long take the excitement of football basketball and hockey to the next level with same game parlays exclusive signature bets odds boost promos and much more 
Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. And we hear a lot about the differences between playing in New York and anywhere else. Did you feel when you went over to Cleveland, it, anything changed mentally for you? Did you feel you could be yourself more than in New York? Well, yeah. I mean, so in New York, you know, I stayed at the team hotel because I didn't know when I was going to be up and down. So I lived basically in Times Square. Um, and I took the bu- or I took the, uh, the subway to the field every day, which, like, for me, I'm, I've grown up in Florida my, my entire life. There's no subway here. So, like, trying to connect the trains and do all that, I mean, it was just, like, super stressful. Like, so I would show up for, like, 7 o'clock games at, like, 11. I was beating everybody there because I was like, I, I don't even want to take the chance. Um, I, I didn't have a car, so I was just walking everywhere all the time. Um, and then in the clubhouse, you know, I mean, it was just a different vibe because uh, we had a lot of the older guys, you know, uh, veteran guys uh, that were still there. So it was just a, it was just a, a much different vibe than what it what it is now, where a lot of younger guys are in there. But it's more relaxed. Um, don't get me wrong. There's, we had a lot of clowns in that clubhouse as well. But uh, for me, you know, you're, you're a rookie, you're coming in, you don't want to really bother anybody. You kind of want to keep your head down, do your thing. And, and that's it. Uh, when I got to Cleveland, I, I had already known, I played with Cody Allen coming up and then, or, uh, in high school and Andrew Miller, I knew from New York. Um, there were some connections over there that I had knew. So when I 
first got over there, I felt a lot, a lot more comfortable. Plus it was, uh, it was a younger team. So, you know, you, you can gel like not, not everybody had families like in New York, most of the guys had family. So right after the game, it was like, they were gone and you're like, you know, in Cleveland, they hung out a little after the game and it just, it was just a different vibe. Plus I got to, I got to drive to, to the field, which is great. I mean, driving for me is like, uh, to and from the stadium. You, you can kind of decompress, um, you know, kind of just on your drive. It was like about a 25 minute drive to, uh, where I stayed in Cleveland and I could decompress the whole way there. So by the time I got back to my apartment or town home, like I was, I was chilling in New York. I had to be on my guard all the time. You know, you walking down and you go into the subway, you never know what kind of people you're going to find. And then if you wanted a cab, you know, I don't know where I'm going half the time. So it was like, I got to make sure they're doing that. You know, traffic is crazy. That being said, um, later on in my career, uh, I would have loved to, I mean, I signed back with the Yankees in, in 21 because I wanted to go back and, and kind of just like, I would feel a lot more comfortable because I was comfortable with who I was as a player more so than at the beginning of my career. Yeah. Do you think it's easier sometimes for players to start somewhere else and then head over to New York later on after they're maybe established more confident in their abilities than coming up through it? I mean, everybody's different, you know? So I don't get me wrong. I love, I love playing in New York. I love the pressure. I love the fans. Like, you know, you do well, they love you. You don't do well, they'll let you know. Like, I I, I love that. Like, in Cleveland, they're diehard fans. I mean, they love you no matter what. You know what I'm saying? So you have that give and take with both. You know, you can be the king of the city in both of them if you really want to. But uh, as far as, like, had I had started somewhere else in my career than gone over to Cleveland or gone over to New York, um, you know, some, some players not might not be able to handle that. But if you start in that kind of environment and then you go somewhere else, uh, even though it's a little more, I guess, relaxed, uh, you still have an expectation to do well for yourself because, you know, you, you've, and you've, you've been able to handle, you know, one of the, I, if you want to call it the most volatile, like, stadiums in, in the big leagues. Like, it's so... I don't know. Some everybody's different. For me, I thought that was a great transition. I loved coming up with the Yankees. I love the Yankees organization, and then I love Cleveland. They every organization I went to taught me something different, uh, and you know, you, you that's how you you grow and you learn as a player. I'd like to touch on some of your recent playing days. You played independent ball this past summer uh, in Long Island in the Atlantic League. What can you say about indie ball? I mean, was that that was your first taste of it, really? Yeah. How would you rate the competition? Uh, you know, hit or miss. You know, there are some guys who are good. Uh, some guys, I mean, just it's really young, you know. It's a, it's extremely young. So a lot of just uh, – the game is not as crisp, obviously. But then you have guys who are down there throwing 98. And you're just uh, punching out everybody, and you're like, I don't get it. We had a guy on our team – Deaza and Sam Travis, I mean, they were killing the ball. Uh, and it's like, 
you know, obviously they I was a little older, but Sam Travis was, I think, 20, I think he's 27. And you're like, how is this guy not getting a shot again? You know, World Series champion, like uh, former number one prospect or he was a 100 prospect or whatever it was. And it's like, you know, so you have a mixed bag of guys. It's like the I would say the talent level is like you have some guys that are really good and some guys that are super green and they're just starting out. And you and you know, it's really hit or miss. And before we wrap up, I do want to get some words of wisdom for the younger players out there. If there's something you could tell them or maybe tell your past self of what they can do as a younger player, what would you say? I would say, man, keep all your doors and all your options open. Like, you know, so for me, I started out as a shortstop in college and I didn't really like pitching at all. I mean, to be honest, I, <laughs> I hated it, but, uh, I was open-minded to it. I ended up excelling in it, and it got it, it fulfilled my dream of playing in the big leagues. Um, and then play as long as you can, but make sure you're having fun. You don't really want it to. You don't want to feel like it's a burden or like you know. You know when when you are enjoying it, it's all you think about. It's all you want to do all the time. When it starts becoming a job, and you feel like you know not as fun anymore then take a break and reevaluate and then get back into it because at some point you know you, you can't play forever for one and, and two i mean enjoy what you're doing you have one life enjoy every second you can and playing baseball is is, is is some of the best times i've ever had in my life so you know you you enjoy it you have fun and 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 keep practicing and, and obviously good things will happen great stuff nick i appreciate it thank you for coming on and i know you're in flight school so keep doing your thing and best of luck yeah man thank you you too thank you i appreciate it well there's a lot of great stuff right there from nick goody very experienced pitcher in the big leagues and also in professional baseball outside of the mlb so uh, nick man he talked a lot about what it's like to play in new york what it's like to play at some of these other places like Cleveland and some of the differences because it's so much different playing in New York. There's a lot more pressure and you got to embrace it. You know, when you're playing for the New York Yankees, you have to embrace the uh, the spotlight and, and what's going on around you. And a lot of hustle and bustle. Uh, some guys don't like that. They Some can't handle that and they want to go elsewhere or prefer not to sign with the Yankees. But uh, he's somebody who embraced it but then was sent over to Cleveland and also enjoyed his time there. A lot of great messages, too, for the younger players out there who are looking to improve their game. And if you'd like to learn more about what we're doing here with Billy the Bat Boy's Corner and Up on Game, be sure to follow on social media, at Billy the Bat Boy, at Up on Game Network. Also, rate, review, subscribe, and don't forget, we're supporting the Father English Center in Patterson, New Jersey. Always trying to help out the community. Appreciate you checking us out, and we'll see you next time here on the show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 